Hey, yo, one, two, three, get up. We got victory through our Christ who strengthens me. He protects us even when we choose not to acknowledge his power. He gives us new mercies every day and we still act the same. Was his sacrifice up on the cross, up on the hill, not enough? To really understand him, you got to dedicate some time. You know, like how you said you're going to sleep, but an hour later, you're still scrolling through that explore page. You're waiting on God? Nah, sis. He's waiting on you. It ain't your mama fault no more. This is your own life. She did what she could, so now it's up to you to move on. Don't think you're simply going to walk into heaven because grandma and them praying for you. You got to have your own relationship with Christ. Fall so deep in love with him, you'll make everyone around you want some of him too. Be patient, be kind, be obedient, be faithful, loving, and just. And he will give you those desires of your heart. Run to Jesus, baby. He waiting on you. Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord God. We ask now that you would enter into our presence, Lord God. Allow us to feel your spirit, Lord God. Allow us to know that we need you, regardless of how we feel or how we think, Lord. We need you, Lord. And we thank you for those new mercies that you give us, even when we don't act accordingly, Lord. We thank you for this service, Lord. We thank you for the young adult ministry and everyone here that's here to support us, Lord. We thank you, God. And we ask now that you would move in this place, Lord, like never before, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. And to your son, Jesus' name, we pray. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Connected. There we go. Hello, everyone. I like that bag. She coming in with that bag. Go ahead, Sam. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Y'all was connected back there. Y'all got what you need. Got a little Getty in you. Got that good, good. Well, hey. Let's sing for a little bit. Is that okay? Can we sing? Yes. I remember my children were that small. Bless God. Glad they a little bit grown. What's up, Thespian? All right. There's a song that we should trying to gauge the age because I'm 41. So y'all can't be too much younger than me. Not too much younger. Put your hand down, Keanu. Black don't crack. Don't do that. Earth a kid back there. Stop playing. <laughs> Cicely Tyson. Yes. Come on, Jane Pittman. All right. Well, let's sing this. Draw me nearer. You know it? Nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where Y'all real docile right now.
song. Keep playing. Hi, my name's Emmett. This is what I will not do. I will not force you. This is your God, too. If you sing to him, he'll come. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. So if you would just sing to him a little bit, he'll show up even more. I'm going to tell them, hi, love your head. So bless him. If you sing to him a little bit, he'll come a little bit more. So we want him to show up. This is his house. This is his house. So we want him to show up. Is the song too slow? Because I can speed it up for you. Oh, we don't know the song? Stop. You don't know the song. Let's see. What they might know, they might know. Oh, uh, what's that Travis Green song? What's that Travis Green song? You, you made a way. Uh oh, I hear you. When my back was against the wall And it looked as if it was over You, you made a way And I'm standing here Now I'm standing here Only because you made a way You made a way You, you made a way When my back was against When my back was against the wall
singing. That's a cross right there, y'all. You, you made a way. Focus. You made a way, Lord. You made a way. Uh. You, you made a way. You, you made a way. No longer sick, now you made a way. I can stand on two legs, you made a way. All my sins are forgiven, you made a way. Think about how he made a way. You, you made a way. I started off. There was a red slip on my door. Some of y'all don't know what that is because y'all got money to pay your bills on time. But guess what? There was a red slip on my door because they've been trying to kick us out for a long time. And I got little cheerings. I got little cheerings. But a couple of them months, they just skipped right on past us. Now, let's go way back. You made a way. I look pretty healthy right now, don't I? When I was born, I was so far underway. You couldn't really put baby clothes on me. Because I was just that small. Keep singing, you made a way. Because he did. My daddy of Pentecostal Papa, he began to pray over me. The asthma left. I could begin to eat like a normal person. Then sometimes it went too far and I ate like two normal people. But the point of that is he made a way. He can make a way for you if you give it to him. If you give it to him, you can give it to him right now in worship. Just picture a way being made. There's something in your life right now that you need a way made for. There's nothing too small. God still pays bills. He still stops coughs. He still heals back pains. Because he cares that much for you. God will even send somebody to pick you up from the bus stop when it's cold. He'll do the big things. He'll get you a house. He'll get you the best job you ever had. He'll bless you with a gift so you'll never have to work another day in your life. God will do it. Do you believe he'll make a way? Then let me hear you say, you made a way.
against the wall. I'm standing here. Now I'm standing here only because you made Just rest on that chord. Come on, give it to me. Just a little bit more. Tell you another secret of praise and worship. It wasn't in the song. You can speak to him now and he'll speak back. So speak to him. just careful you got a little bit something out of it when you go home it'll be a little bit better actually you'll probably sit down and feel a little bit lighter and that's how it is in the presence of God you can do that at any time you don't need me standing up in here with these layers on you can do it get in his presence somebody's still in it right now somebody's still in his presence right now we're not gonna rush it bless God bless God you can stay in it as long as you want. His presence is where there's healing. His presence is where there's completeness and wholeness. You don't need to worry about your self-esteem in his presence because in his presence there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Just worship him. You can speak to him. God is just that good. It's not a male or female thing. It's a, it's a I love you thing. Because he's, he's kept some of us out of some car wrecks. And he kept some of us, he, 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 he kept some of us off the pole. He kept some of us, he kept some of us out of the way of the pimp that would drug us and would have us on the stroll. We don't even know that. That's the danger seen and unseen. I'm, sorry I, I, I got real with it but I know some folk that are stuck now strung out now because they met the wrong one but God made a way for you to be here some, some of the kids don't understand mother why you make me come to church because this is where he is he's at home too but he's here and if 
if I keep bringing you here, maybe what's in here will get in you. So what's in, what's here can be everywhere. So just remember what he's, what he's, what, what he told you, because he told you something, and it's coming to pass. He told, he told you something, and it's coming to pass. We don't know how it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We don't know how it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Told you something, Zumba lady, and it's gonna happen. Told the boss something, and it's gonna happen. Told you something, brother. He said it. That's what it is. He said it. So always give him thanks for it. Always give him thanks for it. Always. When it seems like it's too much, that's when you need to kick it up a little bit more. It's not in the volume of your scream and your praise even though that's good lose your voice that's fine but it's in the sincerity of the heart always always give him praise and give him worship speak to him who he is to you he loves to hear it just like we like to hear that we find that we doing it today where he's fine and he's doing it today he kept us we didn't have to wake up. There's some folk that just didn't, eyes just didn't open. For no reason other than it's just time. They were living good. They weren't living foul. They was good folks, but it's just it's time. But we're still here, breathing God's air, experiencing the vitamin D from the sun. Amen for the sun, both of them. The one that keeps us warm and the one that gives us that fire. made a way so that we could be connected. Ain't that right? We're going to be connected. Just like this. Just like this. See how you greet? See how the brothers greet on mothers. He made a way so we can be together. Made a way for us. It's a goofy little song. It's been in my spirit. Sorry, fellas. They was like, I don't know. But it's a goofy little song they used to sing back in the day. I'm 41. I can say back in the day, right? Back in the day. Put me a D minor. Is that where I am? D minor. Yeah. Larry's the man. And it says, you are the rock of my salvation. You are the strength of my life. You are my hope and inspiration. Lord, unto you do I cry. Then it says, I believe in you. I believe in you. For you're faithful unto me. You've been my help in time of need. Lord, unto you do I cleave. Yeah. I'm going to sing it. Now, you all probably don't know it, but here's another key of praise and worship. It don't matter. Our job as, as minstrels and psalmists is to create a sonic environment for you all to praise and worship God any way he leads. So if you want to sit and wave your hand, that's acceptable. There's a, there's a Greek word for that. If you want to rock back and forth like the Hasidic Jews, get it. Work the maps. If you want to lay on the floor like I do, I love catching carpet because you can't get no lower than low. If you want to run around here, there's plenty of space. Just don't hit your leg on the pew because it hurts. But you can just love on God. I love the song, so I'm going to sing it. Create this sonic environment for you to worship. 
do you mind? This is not disrespect, but there's a cross there, and I can't turn my back on the cross. You are the
in this moment, I choose to cleave to the cross. Amen. I'm not going to cleave to my situations. I'm not going to cleave to the things that I came from, but I choose to cleave to the cross. Amen. Somebody say, I choose to cleave to Jesus. I will attach myself to him. There's an old song that says, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith that I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. One more time. It was at the cross, at the cross, where from our separate destiny, I mean, from our separate places, but we, God deserves the glory. Amen. He deserves it. If you could take me to see, he is able. How many of you know that God is able? Come on, one more time to stretch your hands to heaven with me and say, he is able. Song says, exceeding abundantly
on my eyes, I can read the scripture. <laughs> We're um, in Luke 5, the 18th verse. It's a familiar passage. We're going to read until the 25th verse. Um, some men came, I'm reading out of the NIV version, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. 
when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man, I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Immediately, he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Tonight for a topic, just for a little while, a few minutes, I just want to talk with you. It's funny, I had a whole another plan of what I was going to speak on until yesterday afternoon. I got a text from my niece, or a text of my niece, rather. She's two ish, two going on 25. And um, it was real peculiar because nobody around her, that she's around her everyday life listens to hip hop, right? But she just started singing out of nowhere, walk it like you talk it, walk it like I talk. Which for y'all real safe, that's a Migos song. That's a rap group. Some of y'all looking at me like, what is he talking about? Um, and so for tonight, God kind of shifted me to this scripture because I want to just leave for you with the topic, walk it like I talk it. Now, I understand that at first it may seem peculiar. Like, why would we be talking about this scripture and then talking about walk it like I talk it? What does that have to do with anything that was going on at the time? What, what, what could you have to say that could be of any substance? Well, if you look at the text, I believe that sometimes it reveals a little more than what meets the eye. You have a story of some friends who had a friend who had been paralyzed. And what they thought to do, Reverend, was to let's get him in front of Jesus. Now, so many times, what blocks even us from Jesus was the crowd. I always skip over that part, that they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd. And so what they did, they didn't give up. They didn't give up on God. They didn't give up. They said, well, find a way. And they climbed up on the roof. I don't know if they had this skill already, but they learned Reverend Wells how to be roofers and cut right in the tiles in the right place. I don't know if they sent somebody in. Somebody went through the cut line and they got into the place first and was able to look around and see what was going on. But they laid him right in front of Jesus. And here's the thing that I like though, right in front of the crowd. 
So the first thing I want you to understand about this text is that the same crowd that's trying to keep you from him is the same crowd that will see you placed before him. When I looked at this, I had to look at this from a different perspective when we think paralyzed. And I know it gives us this um, situation of him laying on a mat and him being physically paralyzed. But sometimes I think what it means when you're paralyzed and you're trying to get to Jesus is that you have walked away and it feels so hard to come back. Now, why do I say that? Why do I say that he was paralyzed? He could not get to Jesus. They had to carry him to Jesus. Because sometimes you can really feel that stuck. Like, God, I can't go another further. Another further. I can't go another further. There you go. Y'all are awake. And so, and so what happened is that he was able to get in this state of being paralyzed. How do I know that? Because of, here's something else I've never noticed before. Um, Arthur, he, Reverend Arthur, he said that when he saw the faith of his friends, when he saw the faith of his friends, he said to you, friend, your sins are forgiven. And the man was paralyzed. But the first thing that Jesus knew that he needed was to be forgiven of sins. He knew that he needed that. Because sometimes what happens when I talk about being in this paralyzed state, this paralyzed state that makes you think you can't get to Jesus, is because some of us are even in church and feel like we can't get to Jesus because of the crowd. Some of us still have what I like to call grave clothes on. Grave clothes, if you think about the story of Lazarus, he called Lazarus from the grave. He said, Lazarus, get up. And he got up and he walked out. And then what happened next? He said, Loose him and let him go. But there's a period in between get up and loose him. Where he was still walking around, he was revived, but he didn't have freedom. Because he was stuck still in the clothes that had him buried in his grave. This is that paralyzing state that I'm talking about that keeps us from God. When I say keeps us from God, I'm not talking about keeps us from coming to church. I'm talking about that keeps you from becoming who God called you to be. Because as long as you are running this way and his calling is that way, it will always seem difficult. It will always seem difficult. I hate my cousins. It would always be difficult to feel yourself really connecting with God or connecting with the word. They could be preaching, the whole church is excited, and you'll be sitting there like, I don't even know what they're talking about because you're still paralyzed. So then he says to them, your sins are forgiven, and notice these churchy people got upset. They got offended because who are you? Well, who are you? Who are you to say that your sins are forgiven? See, this was also a moment for Jesus to reveal something to them. Because if he could say that the sins are forgiven, see, they were comparing him to other prophets. And Jesus is not a prophet. He's the son of God. 
You have to understand that he can say, when I say walk it like I talk it, when you can say that he can, he can say and speak anything into reality that he wants to have happen. Because in the beginning, he was the word. And the word was with God. And then that word became flesh and dwelt among men. And so that's who was in that house that day when the spirit for healing was there. That's who was there in that moment who said, I'm going to take this common thing, this man, and I'm going to do something different with him. And I'm speaking to him saying that his sins are forgiven because I know that's really what's binding him. But since you need me to do the PG version, the easy version, I'll just say to you, get up and walk. Get up and take the thing that you were lying on and walk. And what's so hard about walking, when I thought about walking, I started looking at different scriptures, Ron, about walking, and I thought about the 23rd Psalm. We all know that scripture says, Gaze though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Elder taught on this on Bible study a few weeks ago when he was teaching on it. It popped in my head something funny that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? And so I was like, well, how do you get a shadow? You can't get, so, so when you look up shadow, you need three things. So you need darkness, obviously, right? Um, you need a person, right, a body, and then you need light. And so really what it was, let me break that verse down to you again, is that it, it, it initially was, yea, though I walked through the valley of death. But when the light showed up, it was transformed from the valley of death to the valley of the shadow of death. Now, how do I know that's true and scripturally sound? Because if you keep reading that verse, it says, for thou art what? And so when he's saying to us to get up and walk, and it seems so difficult, to, it seems so hard for us to push forward, we have to remember that he is what? He is with us. And his word will never come back void. Anything that he said has to happen. God's will has to be done. And so when we're talking about walking it like we talked it, we have to understand that even though it's an, impo it's an impossible situation or it, it looks like an impossible situation, we still have to push forward and allow God to come into our lives and allow him to lead us out of this paralyzed state that we've been in, out of this stuck place. I'm going to replace the word paralyzed with stuck. And stuck means I've been doing the same thing the same way and expecting a different result. Now, really, somebody else would call you crazy, but I'm going to just call you stuck. But there's a moment that will happen. There's a moment where God is in, God is in a, a place of, and he's ready to heal. And he speaks that over your life, that thing that he called you to. For me, this was so foreign. This was the last thing I wanted to do. This was my, if it be that I will take this cup. For me, this, this thing. This was my paralyzed state. God, I'm going to negotiate with you. Check this out. I'm going to start this nonprofit. We're going to do some good work. Get some kids to college. They was going to go to jail. We good, right? I mean, no. Okay, all right, I'm going to join the church. Bet. 
found this little church in Iverson Mall. They was just big enough where I could hide. I'll be in the back. Three weeks later, I'm on the front row. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but it's God. Because when we're in impossible, he'll make it impossible for you not to do what he called you to do. That's why the phrase, if you think about the term walk it like I talk it, it's taken from that I can um, walk the walk and I can talk the talk, meaning I can back up what I said, meaning I'm not selling any wolf tickets, meaning that I am going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. And so the man wasn't walking it like he talked it, but he was walking it like God talked it over him. That's what gave him the power to get up and walk. That's what gives us the power to come out of that paralyzed state and begin to walk, to really walk in our dreams, to really understand that you don't even really know what a dream is until you surrender all to God. All to God. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender what? All. Another songwriter said, I'm withholding nothing. When you get to a place where you really become empty so that God can fill you back up. Other than that, we're stuck. Now, how do we get to that place? The Holy Spirit is in this room tonight. He's in this room tonight. And I believe, do me a favor, just close your eyes for a second. I believe right now that there's probably some people in this room who have felt stuck before, who actually feel paralyzed now. And because I understand, God, that the power and the way that you healed this man, you showed us the equation, it wasn't the man getting up and walking himself because he knew he was paralyzed. But it was his friends noticing that he was paralyzed and bringing him before the Lord. So God, I'm going to challenge the friends tonight. That if you're sitting by your friend, and you know that your friend needs to reconnect with God, you know that your friend has been stuck, has been paralyzed, I want you to bring your friend to the altar. This is not me trying to pitch you on joining this church. This is me trying to pitch you on getting up out of your paralyzed state and walking. And so right now, I challenge you. I challenge the friends. If you're sitting by somebody that you know is still paralyzed, take them and bring them before Jesus. Healing is in the room. It's another song that says it. it's in the room. Whatever you need is in the room. Healing is in the room. Breakthrough is in the room. Promotion is in the room. He'll enlarge your territory, but you have to be obedient to him. And so I'm not even asking you to come with your own strength. I know you're paralyzed. I'm asking somebody to cut down the roof. I'm asking somebody to help their friend, push their friend to just come, come before the altar. Again, I'm not trying to get you to join any church right now or anything like that. I just want you to make sure that you are living your exceeding abundantly. Because what comes before exceeding abundantly is now unto him.
right? That's the transition that says, I'm now turning to him who is able. And then you get to, to do exceeding abundantly. But the first thing you have to do is now unto him. So if there's one that just wants prayer, wants some encouragement, I encourage you to come to the altar and come before Jesus, man. service. I apologize for how we was doing church as usual. Um, this was just meant to try to give you a little bit of encouragement and I hope we've done that. your hand to him. Push him with your prayers. This is his moment getting his breakthrough. You're going to be his friend. All right, be his friend. I need four friends. Can three more people come be his friend? Three more people that's going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and pray around his brother. Y'all circle him. Help him get
Praise God. Praise God. So, what we do now, just stand with me for a second. Um, we are Maple Springs Baptist Church, and we are um, on Give the Five, if you would like to give electronically. But what we're going to do often a little bit differently, if you look to the back, Devin has on a black jacket with some gold letters on it. Um, know what they mean. Um, if you feel so compelled, if you have any cash or a check that you would like to leave to sow into this ministry so we can keep on doing the things that we have to do or we're, we're going to do to push this, we want to keep doing this the second Thursday of every month. We want it to grow. We want to have more people come out and eat that good food with us. Y'all like the food tonight? Those of y'all who had the food? Okay, so... We have him right, right back here. If you would just do that on your way out, just drop something in the box, some type of donation. And if you do want to give electronically, again, we are on GiveLify, Maple Springs Baptist Church. Now, if you do GiveLify, there's a minimum $100 that we expect you to do. So right. I'm just playing. 200 God, we thank you for all that you've done, Lord. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to rest and guide us tonight. We thank you for our psalmist, Lord God, all of our worship leaders and musicians, God. We thank you for every soul that's represented in here. We thank you for everybody who's going to hear this on the podcast. We thank you for everybody who's just going to one day even walk through these doors, whether it's on a Thursday or Sunday or Tuesday for Bible study, God. We ask you to bless them, Lord God to pour into them, Lord God, to help them not to be paralyzed or stuck, Lord God, but to move them, Lord God, and loose them, Lord, and allow them, Lord God, to hear the words from you that your sins are forgiven and they can get up and take what they were lying on and walk. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.